From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us. He has put in a fabulous week and he's half done with his obligation to the uh, interview programs and discussion programs that we do around here. Mr. Rob Center, our producer, so we appreciate his help and hard work. We know he'll excel for the remainder of the day. In the studio with us now, movie Mike McGranahan is here, professional movie critic, women in cinema advocate, author, prolific tweeter, and his appearance is always sponsored by the Campus Theater. Lewis Berg will start out with his review of Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Peter in a way is more poked in both eyes, less painful. This time, over the top, James Corchell's in with a group of androids, not exactly Ocean's Alert wants to radically change. Instead, is just filled with what I used to create Peter and his mother. Something to see if you are <laughs> children, you know, young children under who laughed. But mm-hmm. I, I think that that's the age range of it. You know, the humor in this movie, adults are going to see the jokes coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing really new or funny about them. The movie's kind of lazy in its screenwriting. I mean, there's a running joke about one of Peter Rabbit's siblings who keeps eating too much sugar and then gets very hyper. Well, we've seen that joke done in dozens and dozens of other family movies. It's not new. It's not fresh. And nothing here is. Um, it's just kind of a cynical sequel. Like I said, it doesn't have that mean-spirited edge that the first one had, which is great, but it's still just a dumb very unimaginative family film and there are better movies out there one of which we're going to talk about in a couple minutes okay. uh, to take your families to see all right well you are a movie critic so <laughs> we, being critical is your uh, is your key observation so but I, I think you're touching on something that I can take away nicely here I saw the trailer and it you know it looked like a satisfactory child's movie didn't you know it wasn't enchanting or anything so uh, adults may not find this appealing or and you certainly didn't right it's one of those things that you kind of take your kids to because they want to see it. And okay. you sit there and you wait for 90 minutes to pass and then you can leave. Uh, yeah, You know, there was a, a family movie, um, I think it's still out, called Spirit Untamed, which was also aimed at a very young audience, but it was a smarter film and it had some more original ideas in it and some more mm-hmm. interesting ideas and some more interesting human connections, whereas this movie just trots out the slapstick humor one joke at a time and it's, like I said, you'll see the jokes coming long before they get there. So, uh, Peter Rabbit 3 which a lot of our audience probably hopes <laughs> does come out someday, um, that's what they would have to do, just try something different, have the appeal there and the and this great CGI that's just amazing, not just Peter Rabbit, but all of this cast mm-hmm. of fellow characters and the other rabbits. It's really great. But in any event, um, they could pull this together with something different, a plot and, and you know something that kind of catches your fancy. Absolutely. If you look at the two Paddington movies, which are also aimed at families and, and younger children, but are wonderful movies. And they have some slapstick humor in too, but there's an inventiveness. You know, they kind of pull from the old, like Charlie Chaplin and Harold Lloyd comedies where it's it's slapstick of escalation. A character gets themselves into a bad predicament and then everything they do makes it a little bit worse. And so you laugh at how the situation builds. This one is just like animals crashing into stands at a fruit market. And there's a scene where a woman gets a fire extinguisher uh, set off in her face. So, you know, dumb stuff like that that just has no imagination. 
imagination. Okay, so we there's hope there. All right, well, let's move on to what has hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with Luca. Yes, this is Pixar's new movie that was supposed to debut in theaters, but instead it's going to Disney Plus starting today. And this is a story about a young sea monster who befriends another sea monster, and they're able to transform into humans when they leave the water. And so they go into this Italian village, and they're looking to buy a Vespa for reasons that are, you know, we don't have time to get into, but that's generally the plot of the movie. And uh, they have these different adventures. So uh, this is not top-tier Pixar. This is not on the level of Toy Story or Inside Out or even Onward last year. I don't think it has that depth of story, but it's still a much better family film than Peter Rabbit 2. It is something that you can watch with your family, and it does have some laughs in it, and it's nice to look at, and there are some interesting relationships between the characters. There's a great message in the movie uh, teaching kids how to overcome anxiety and have confidence in themselves. So, again, Luca, not Pixar's best film, but lesser Pixar is still better than than a lot of stuff like Peter Rabbit too. So uh, three stars for Luca. That debuts on Disney Plus today. I think you're bullying Peter Rabbit at this point. So um, yeah. the Runaway. Uh, where is that showing? Incidentally, back to back oh, to. That's in theaters only. In theaters, okay. Mm-hmm. Fatherhood. Now you like mm-hmm. this one. Tell us about that. Yes, this debuts on Netflix today. Uh, here again, this was supposed to be a theatrical release, but because of COVID, Columbia Pictures sold it to Netflix. But this movie stars Kevin Hart as a guy trying to raise an infant daughter after the death of his wife. Uh, she passed, this is not a spoiler, I mean this is literally the first scene in the movie, but she dies uh, a day after their daughter is born and he's got to try to figure out how to be a single parent when he has no experience, no backup. Uh, so kind of a comedy drama for Kevin Hart and he's really, really good in this. He shows that he can do more than just the crazy comedy that we know him for. Uh, this is a very sweet and touching film. Other movies have dealt in a similar kind of thing, but this one does it well. So three stars for Fatherhood debuting today on Netflix. On Netflix, okay. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah, we. I, I wouldn't say that we had lower expectations lately for Kevin Hart, but he hasn't had any really spectacular material lately. I think he's trying to stretch here, and and I think that's smart for him. You know, he's got the the box office hits that the Jumanji movies are, but he needs to show what else he can do, and that's what he does here in Fatherhood. He takes a dramatic role. Uh, the scene where he learns his wife has died, the way he kind of breaks down on camera is very powerful. So he's got a lot of talent in there, and I'm glad to see him trying to show some different sides of that. All right. So we'll keep an eye on that and we'll look for that on Netflix. That is called Fatherhood. Ned Beatty died, and I was shocked mm-hmm. to see his filmography. Holy smokes. Oh, Ned Beatty, one of my favorite actors, uh, died this week at the age of 83. And, I mean, here's a guy, the movies he starred in, his debut film was Deliverance, the classic movie that established him, uh, you know, because of that famous squeal like a pig scene. Uh, he was so good in that. Uh, and then he went on, he was in All the President's Men, another classic, Robert Altman's Nashville. He was in Network. I mean, those are t- four classic movies right there. You just can't get any better than those four films. Mm-hmm. And they were all at the start of his career. He worked for decades and decades and was just good in every single movie he did. Never gave a bad performance. Uh, you know, later on he made some movies that weren't so great, but that wasn't his fault. He was always fantastic in them. And he was just one of those great everyman kind of actors who could come in and class up a movie with a solid A-plus performance. And, and always a solid A-plus supporting role performance. Right. He loved playing supporting roles. He wasn't really interested in being a lead actor. He 
he wanted to be a supporting player, and he was very, very good at that. In fact, the movie Network, he's only in that movie for about six minutes. He has one scene in the movie, and he got an Oscar nomination for it. Get out you of know, here. That's how good he was. He could just come into a movie like that, which was already a brilliant film, and deliver this show-stopping scene for just a few minutes and get an Oscar nomination out of it. All right. Well, yeah, we'll miss him. Great. Probably if you're a Hollywood director, too, or a writer, just great production. You know, you, you know, you got something reliable uh, in your in the mix as you're putting a film together. So Ned Beatty. The Rose is going to be remade. I mm -hmm. can't imagine why that's mandatory, but uh, <laughs> let's let's hear about it. Yeah. Do you remember The Rose? That was the movie that established sure. Bette Midler as a star. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So I saw it when it came out. I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you much about it today, but I remember it. Interestingly, I just watched it a couple of months ago. Hmm. Uh, and really good movie, holds off, but she played a singer loosely based on Janis Joplin, who's got a lot of drug addiction and her career's kind of falling apart. Well, they're going to remake that. And normally I'm cynical of remakes, but they've cast Cynthia Erivo in the role that Bette Midler originally played. Now, she's an Oscar nominee for the movie Harriet a couple years ago. Uh, she's one of the most interesting and exciting actresses around. She's got a little bit of an edge to her, which I think is perfect for this character. She can sing. She can act. So uh, I'm kind of optimistic. And, and curious to see what they're going to do with this new version of The Rose. Because, like I said, the original's really, really good. If you haven't seen it in a while, I would highly recommend it. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe see them both. Well, yeah, and she's got an, this actress in the in the new one has an energy that uh, kind of carries a scene every time she's in it. So this mm -hmm. will be different because Bette Midler didn't actually bring that to the first one. She just did a fabulously solid, you know, great, great performance and great story. Uh, new movies. What is uh, coming out? What should we look for in addition to Luca mm -hmm. and Fatherhood and uh, Peter Rabbit 2. What else? Uh, the only other movie coming out today is The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. I keep wanting to call it The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, but it's The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife, a sequel to The Hitman's Bodyguard, which was a modest hit a few years ago. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson are back along with Salma Hayek, so that opens today. Well, and that looks like a satisfactory fun romp. You haven't seen it yet, but what are you hearing, if anything? Uh, the early reviews are terrible. I'm seeing it today. Oh, okay. I was not a fan of the first one that much. I thought it was just okay, so we'll see what they do here with a sequel. I'm not sure this was a movie that really required <laughs> a sequel or that there's any basis for a sequel, but well, must uh, have we'll been, find out. It probably ended up in the black, and therein lies your reasoning for, right. <laughs> for number two. And uh, what will you see early on? Are you going to see this soon? I'm seeing that today, and this weekend I'm going to be uh, advanced screening some upcoming movies, including a brand new werewolf movie called Werewolves Within that opens next week, and I'm really excited about that. Oh my gosh, your face lights up and everything. Oh, You're I love excited. werewolf werewolves. movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. All right. Well, you'll be happy this weekend or the, in the week ahead uh, checking out those uh, films. Movie Mike, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic, uh, author, website, aisleseat.com is Twitter handle at aisleseat and uh, his appearance is always sponsored by the Campus Theater Lewisburg.